Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Tzadi Bet. We'll begin on Tzadi Aleph Amur Aleph at the bottom of the page, three lines in the bottom, Amar of Ashi. Today's Daf is available. And no one wants the Zahut of sponsoring today's Daf, please contact Rabbi Shlomo Haber, 718-213-3681. The Kumran says as follows, Amar of Ashi. Ulekala lo chashinan. We're discussing the question as follows. If a person, a woman got married, with Betin, which means they got married with only one witness. And then a call comes out, which means rumors come out that the husband is alive, but the guy's not here. So the question is, do we give any credence, do we lend any credence to this rumor that we, that we heard that the husband's around or not? So, and of course, the Gemara knows that had we had two witnesses, no way we'd give any thought to it, just like any regular married woman. But this lady only got married with one witness and a, and a ruling of a betin. Does therefore, since it's an inferior ruling, do we say that we'll pay attention to the rumor or not? So Ravashi says, we will not pay attention to the call. So the Gemara says, hey, caller, what kind of call are we talking about? If the rumor came out after they got married, like the case we said that she's already married, we already said this already once. Ravashi wouldn't have to talk about the call, this call. He already spoke about a rumors during marriage because he says, Ravashi, top of Tzadibet, every rumor that comes after marriage, we don't pay attention to it. I would have thought, you would think that maybe, since they came to the Betin, I would have thought that since they had to come to Betin to make her allowed, which means that since you didn't have two witnesses beforehand, and you had to come to Betin, so therefore, we'll say that the rumor that comes later becomes switched to like a rumor from before Nesuin. And we'll make her Asur. Kamashonzu comes to prove us, no. It's not like that. And she has the regular status of a married woman, and we could ignore any rumors that the husband's alive until, of course, the husband shows up. Says the Gemara further, we said, Niset Alpit Betin, if she gets married through the Betin, Tetze, she has to go out. Amazi'i. Leta de Matitin Meditani Be Midrasha. Our Mishnah, we're not going to follow because. Of what it, we said in the bright in the Bemidash, the Tani Bemidrasha, Horu Betin Shishaka Hama, Ubasov Zarha, and Zehora, Elataut. The question over here is our Mishnah had said that if a person get, gets remarried through a Betin, meaning with one witness in a Betin, then the Patur from a Korban. When if the husband comes back, they don't have to bring a carbon because they worked with a betin. Whereas if you got married with two witnesses, you're chayav in a carbon. And yet we see over here that there's another case where betin made a ruling that was based on erroneous judgment. And we said in this bright over here, for example, let's say it was Shabbat, and the betin ruled that it was shkiah. 
and it's ready. Shabbat's over. And then the the, the 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 clouds clear, and we see that it wasn't. And zehorah We say it's only taut. And therefore, we don't say, "Oh, I went with the betin." So our Mishnah sounds like a person who goes with a betin is patur from a korban, even though the betin's facts that they were relying on were erroneous, were completely false, as we saw the husband came home. They said the husband was dead, <coughs> and the husband came home. And yet our Mishnah said that you're patur from a korban, even though in this case it seems like that when the sun was down, we called it a ta'ut, and we didn't say anyone who relies on betin is patur from a korban. So our Mishnah is not like that. Amar of Nachman, so Rav Nachman said back to Ziri, Teda de Horahi, I'll prove to you that it is a Horah and you would be Patur from Korban. It is called a ruling. We don't call it a mistake. We call it a ruling and Yipatur. If it's a ruling, Yipatur. If it's a mistake, you're going to be Chayav. The proof that it's a ruling is in general, we never believe one witness. And over here, Betin chose to believe one witness. That's a proof that it's a ruling and not a mistake, and therefore, if you follow them, you're patur from Korban. Isn't it because it's a, it's a ruling? Rava says back to defend Ziri. I'll prove to you that it's a taut. Let's say the, the betin would say about a piece of fat, that it's mutar, meaning that it's shuman and not chelev, and therefore it's mutar. And then they, then they come and they say that it's Asur. A clear sign. When they go back and allow it, Lamashkin will ignore them. Of course, we'll ignore them. So, the same thing over here. If one witness would come, we allow her. After today, Asana, two witnesses would come and say, the guy's still alive, we saw him, we'll make him Asur. Would we allow it? In other words, let's say you had one witness saying that he's dead, and we allow her. Then you have two witnesses saying, no, we saw him alive, we'll make her Asur. Now you have one, one more witness saying, no, he's dead. Would we allow? No. So you see, it doesn't, my time, Allah, Mishum the Ta'ut, we won't let because it's Ta'ut. And therefore you see it's a Ta'ut. And it's not a ruling, and shouldn't make a patur against the Mishnah. Even if Rezah holds the ta'ut, the time we learned. Let the law pierce the mountain. And she brings, you bring a, khata, a, a fat khatat. This is talking about a case where Rashi says a person got married to Betin. Right, we don't say that she's patur. Rather, we go after the depth and we see that it was a mistake. And you bring a chatat. So, if he said such a thing, that means that who cares that Beit did it? The bottom line is it was a mistake, and therefore you bring a chatat. Now, if you say it's a mistake, that's you bring korban. If you say why have to bring a korban? Obviously, bring a korban. That means that it was a mistake. Eliyahu to Ahi, Amai Mati Korban. Moses, Vidilma Kazavazia Chicha Saburot Betin Chayav. 
maybe Rebbe is of the opinion who holds that a yachid who does, a yachid means an individual, not a sibur, who does with the Barbadi and Nitzchayav, is machloket about that. Maybe the reason why Rebbe says that is because he really holds that it's a hora'ah. But a yachid who goes with the Badin, he holds Yechayav. Mar says it can't be. You know why? Because when he says he's implying that if we were to look into it well, we would say she's patur. Only now that we look into it well, we see that it's true. So obviously, it has to be some kind of case where there's a fuzziness. And if you hold that it's following a batin, there's no question. So the only reason why we can say there's a fuzziness is because it looks like there's a ruling, but there's really no ruling. And therefore, you see that as it holds, ta'utahi, that it's a mistake. And you don't, we don't say that you're following a batin and get patur. Now, with Mishnah, we also says, as Betin told her to get married, and she went and she messed up, then she's chayav a korban. Because we, we, we allow her to get married and not to mess up. Now, what mess up means is not clear. The Gemara says, My kilkila, what does it mean she messed up? The Rezid Omer Zinta means that she sinned with somebody. And since we didn't tell her to sin with somebody, not through a marriage, obviously, that's why we're saying that she'll, she will uh, be chayav a korban. Biochan says, no. It's means that she got married, but she got married to someone she's not allowed to marry. She married a Kohen Gadol, or she was divorced and she married a Kohen Adyot. Now, if you hold that she's Zinta, that she made the Zinut, then of course, if, if only Zinut is called going against Betin and Chayav Korban, certainly Amar Kohen Gadol, which is an actual marriage, the rabbis definitely weren't allowing that. Ella, Then that, that would mean that when it comes to Zinta, if a woman, let's say in the same case, if the woman would have just sinned with someone out of marriage, but not actually got married to someone, lo, we would say maybe no, maybe she'll actually be patur from a command because she can rely on the batin. My tama, what could, how could she be patur? Because she could say, you guys ruled me that I was a pinuya, a free woman. And therefore, yes, you didn't tell me I could sin with somebody, but you ruled I'm a free woman. But when it comes to... When it comes to to we never let you get married to a person like this, and therefore, it's different. Basically, she could say, you made me a pinuya, a non-married woman. So I have to be punished like a non-married woman. But I can't say that you allowed me to marry this guy and therefore it's not going to get me out of that. Now, the Gemara says like this. Tanya Kavitei Dib Yochanan. We have a bright that follows Dib Yochanan. Because it says... If a woman, Betin, ruled that she can get married and she went and she messed up, and it says straight out in this bright to like Rabbi Yochanan, 
חייבים מקורבן, אין לחייב, אין לקורבן. אין לחייב על כל ביאה וביאה, דברי ביאה עזר. חייבים לקורבן אחר על כל. אז מחלוקת בין רבי אלעזר לחכמים, whether we look at each ביאה, each relations as a separate thing, and therefore each ביאה is its own קורבן, or all ביאות together, since she didn't know in between that she was Asur, they were all with one forgetting and therefore it's one Qurban for everything. They all agree. Everyone agrees that if you married five different men, you have a Qurban for each marriage. Since the different people, each one needs a Qurban. So the Makhluk between them is only if you married one person with many Biyaz. One person, many biyaz, is a machloket, but everyone agrees, many people, many korbanot. But either way, we see that Amalai Kohen Gadol is considered a kilkila, but not necessarily a zinta. Okay, here's a new Mishnah. Ha'isha shalak balam u'banal medirat ayam u'ba'u va'amrula met ba'alech Woman, husband, and her son went to overseas. Case number one. And they, the witnesses said, listen, your husband died. And then they told, they told her two things. First of all, first your husband died, then your son died. Now, if the husband dies first, then she, of course, does not need Yibum because the husband was dead. I'm sorry. If the husband dies first, so she had a son. So since she had a son, she's patu from Yibum. Then the son dies. Now she's a, she's a free widow. When he said she gets married, then other witnesses came and they said, no, Chiluf was a switch. And really the son died first. And therefore when your husband died, you became a Yibamah. You have to get, you, you're not allowed to get married to anyone else. Tetzer, you have to get, get divorced from the person you got married to. And both kids are mamzerim, which means whether it was before or after she found out the new news, the kids are going to be mamzerim. Now, technically the kids should not be a mamzer because a woman who is waiting for Yibum, who sins with somebody else, it's only an Isur, it's not a karet. It shouldn't be a mamzer. But our mission is going like Rabbi Akiva who holds that any time you go against any law, the kids are mamzer. They told her, They told her, no. Your son died first, then your husband died, so you're chayav and yibum. And she goes and she marries the brother-in-law. Then they told her to switch, and you weren't allowed to marry your brother-in-law, you're marrying... There was a switch that really your... Your um, husband died first, and therefore you can't marry your brother-in-law. Again, she goes out, and the, both kids of Mamzerim hear that means real Mamzer. Case three. Amrul met Balech when he said, If they told you your husband died and you got, she got remarried, then they told her, Kayam Haya, that he was alive when you got married, Umet, but then he died afterwards. So she has to get a divorce because she got married at a time when she wasn't allowed. And the kid that and if she if she doesn't get divorced, if, if, well, I'm sorry, if she got divorced, any kid from pre knowledge of the hus- of the husband's real status is mamzer. 
But if she doesn't get divorced and she has another kid after the status, it's not a mamzer because it came after already he was dead. Even though she was supposed to get divorced. But the kid doesn't become a mamzer because of that. If, let's say they told her that her husband died, case number four, and she only did Kiddushin, and then the husband shows up. She go back because she only did Kiddushin. Even though the second one has to give her a get, or she gave her a get, he doesn't make her from Kiddushin, she can still marry a coin because the get is not a valid get. Pasuk says, a woman who's divorced from her husband, she can't get remarried. Now, she can't marry a Kohen. Now, when it says that a woman who's divorced from her husband, of course she can get divorced from her husband. Why are you telling us that? No, we're coming to tell you that if she's divorced from someone who's not her husband, like this case, where it turns out the guy wasn't her husband, she got a divorce from him, that does not make you asur. So not all divorces make you asur. Says the Gemara, when it says the first one and the second one, what does it mean? In the first case, the Mishnah says, if the woman, <clears throat> husband and, and wife went to a country and then they told her that the first, the husband died, then the woman, wife, we said that the kids are both moms and What are the first ones? If it's the if the first one means the one before she found out and the second one is after she found out the real facts, it could just say the Vlad is Mamzer. What does it say first and second? Says the Gemara, Pshut Gemara in Betay Sefa, Amar Bet Malach Mini Setva, Amar Kayam. Since we want to mention the Sefa, where we told her that your husband died and then she got remarried. And then they told her that he's alive and then he died. There, meaning we wanted to have a, a uniform Mishnah. And therefore, since in the third case of the Mishnah, there's going to be a difference between the kid, the kid before and after marriage, that one's going to be, before and after they heard the news, that the one before is going to be good and the second one's going to be no good. Therefore, we mention in all cases, first and second, even the first and last, even though. It wasn't relevant to all the cases. Four lines in the bottom. Our Mishnah is Yubi Kiva, who says that there's no Kiddushin by Yechai Ve'lavin. In this case, where the girl was supposed to be Yavama, case number one, and she didn't know, and she went got married, the kid is not a Mamzer. Why don't we say Our Tana was the Tana of Rabbi Akiva, who explains that not that some Chayvelavin actually do become Amzer. 
It depends if you're a chayvilavin. There's two different chayvilavins. Sometimes we, where Torah says you can't, don't marry so and so because he's related to you, and sometimes this is separate chayvilavin, like like Yevamal Shuk, like our case. That's those cases. Yevamal Shuk is a plain chayvilavin. That one will say that you're not a mamzer. At the time of that Mishnah. But if you have, for example, Anusat Aviv, a lady that was raped by a person, the person's father, that is a according to the Buddha, that's a love. Or if a person marries a woman he did a Khalitza with, where it's Loyivne, in all these cases, the kid out of the time of that Mishnah holds you are Mamzer. That's why we didn't say the words, you're not a mamzer from Chai because there are some mamzer from Chai I don't know, Yudha. Turn the page, Sali Bet, Amur Bet. Amur Yudha, Amur Rav. Minayin, she'en kedushin tovsin be'ivamah. How do we know that kedushin doesn't work for Yivamah? She'emar lotiye eshta meta chutzah. If another person tries to marry Yivama, which means, let's say you have a case of Ruvain and Shimon Ruvain dies, and now his wife, Leah, is waiting to marry Shimon. In the meantime, Leah goes and takes Kedushin from another guy. How do we know that the Kedushin won't work? Because says, The woman can't be outside the Ishtar to a strange man. When she says she shouldn't be, it means it won't work. Shmuel Amar, Baniyutenu Tzicha Get, which means, since we don't know what the pasuk means, therefore she needs to get Misweka. Misweka says, Misavkele Shmuel, Hayloti Yeshem Lechutza. We're not sure. Shmuel's not sure. This pasuk that says Loti Yeshem Lechutza, Ilalav Hudate. Is it coming to give you a love? Maybe it's coming to tell you the conclusion doesn't work. Hudata. Which means, when Torah says, she can't marry anyone else, is that giving you a love to get, tell you she gets makut, but the condition is going to work? Or is it saying differently? Maybe it's saying, <clears throat> telling you that the condition will bounce off her and no one else can marry her. Amal Rav Mari, Barachal, Rav Ashi, Hachi Amar Meimer, Halacha Kavatesh Malachaz, like Shmuel, that were Mesupak. Amar Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says, if the Yivama was a Kohen, and now she accepted Kedushin from somebody else, and then she could stay with her husband. Because anyway... Even though Yavam should be able to marry her, but now since the guy, since we're following Shmuel that she's going to need to get, so if she's going to need to get, she won't be able to marry the Yavama anyway. So therefore, she might as well get Chalitza and stay married to this guy. After all, she didn't do it on purpose; she did did it with Betin. If so, the husband's going to gain. From doing an Avera. Now, technically, there is no Avera here, per se. But, they should have, like, the Ritva says, they should have looked into it a little more, even after 
they got allowed. And therefore, we want to say, no. Switch from Rashi's statement to say, if the Imam was Yisrael, not a Kohen, then Noten Lashini get, then we tell her that the second guy, meaning the second husband who married, gives her a get, and then she can marry, marry the Avam. We're completely switching the statement to something completely different. But over here, she's staying, she can do Yibum now, as opposed to staying married to the second husband. New statement. Amrav Gil Amrav, Chiyabarav, Yosef Amrav. Yevama Kedushin Enba, Nisuin Yeshba. When it comes to Yevama, you can't do a Kedushin on a lady who's waiting for Yibum. But you can do Nisuin. That says the Gemara. If she can't do Kiddushin, then of course she can't do Nisuin. After all, if you don't have a Kiddushin, you can't do Nisuin. What does it mean? So there's a few different ways to get out of the problem of what Rav meant. Either, either change it and say that there's no Kiddushin Nisuin. That's one way to do it. Just change it and say that it means that there's neither. Or we could say, when we said there is Nisuin, it means Kiznut, it becomes like Znut, which means that by, by um, becoming Asur to the Avam. So if another guy did Kiddushin, she could still get a divorce and marry the Avam. But if they did Nisuin, it's like Znut, you can't marry the Avam. Because Ramunah held this law. That if, let's say you have a woman who's waiting for Yibum and she's mizaneh with somebody, he he holds that that makes her asura on the Avam, the Avam has to chalitza. So to hear that if, if she got married, we're going to treat her like Zanut and she won't be able to marry the Avam. That's answer number two for Rav's statement of why you could do Nisuin, not Kedushin. Answer number three, Ibayit Ema. Le'olam kedamrin al-mikrad. Really, it's the first thing, which is Kedushin and Ba Nisuin Yishpaz. It is Kedushin and there's no Nisuin. Why not? What does that mean? I'm sorry, there is no Kiddushin and there is Nisuin. Why? The reason why we don't, we don't, we don't let, we let the Nisuin work is because we're afraid you'll mix her up with a woman whose husband went overseas. Which means that if she did Kiddushin, she's fine, she doesn't need to get from the guy because it doesn't work. This we will make her get again. Why is it, what do you mean? Because people will say, this, if this lady is able to get married without a get, maybe a woman whose husband went overseas and got married without him dying also doesn't need to get, but she over there, she does need to get, and therefore, this is Takanad uh, Rabbanan, so people don't mistake this case for another case. So there's three ways to understand Rav. Amar Brani. They made a vote and they decided that Kedushin does not work for Yevama. Therefore, we're going like Rav. Isn't it a Mishnah? If a guy tells a woman, you married me after... I, I convert. Or after you convert. Or after, this is Mishnah and Kedushin, after 
I am freed as a slave and become, become a Jew. Or if you become freed as a slave and you become a Jew. After your husband dies, after your sister dies, or after your father says that they're not married. You see, that kedushin doesn't work between the woman and the chalitza. Amala, so Rabbi Yana told him back, he loved the Dalai Chaspa. If I didn't pick it up, you If I didn't pick up, pick up the thing that you would, you have found the pearl, which means that you figured it out from what I told you. You would have read the Mishnah and said. That the Mishnah is saying that it doesn't work after the change. But if, but if I would have said it would have worked now, it would have worked. And that's why it's Enema Kudeshit. But now I'm telling you that it's the same as the previous cases. That just like while you're married, after I'm freed or after, I'm, after your husband dies, it wouldn't work. So too, while you have a Maz around, it also doesn't work. And that's a proof. That's how Rav Yana understands if Rabbi didn't praise you, I would have told you. Maybe I'll tell you that's not a proof in the Mishnah, because really Shmuel's right, and Kedushin works to Chayvelavin. But that Mishnah was Rabbi Kiva, who holds that any time the Chayvelavin, there's no Kedushin. But we hold that Chayvelavin has Kedushin, and therefore we don't go like the Mishnah. Says, no. When he says, after your husband, your, your Yevama, you, I want you to marry me now, and I want it to work after your Yevama does chalitza on you, let's see about Chalushin. Chalushin should work. We know Rabbi Kiva happens to be the, the rabbi who says, a person could sell something that didn't come to the world yet. It's not to learn to the Mishnah. If a guy, a woman t- t- tells her husband, whatever I do in the future, I'm not allowing you to have Hannah from it. The husband doesn't have to knock off that vow, even though the husband has the power to knock off that, that nedir. He doesn't have to, because it doesn't work, because on the future. Which means he says that if she normally makes a certain amount of of stuff and now she makes more, that extra stuff is extra. She doesn't have to make it. The fact that she makes it makes it that her nedir will work on it. And now it's Asura the husband. And therefore the husband should knock off the law. But you see that the Urgiva holds that you could or say something that didn't didn't come in the world yet. And therefore, if so, he should be able to Osir also this lady. Sorry. Therefore, in our case, the Kedushin should work on the lady also that didn't happen yet. That case is when she says that my 
my uh, hands, which are what creates are, are, are belong to Hashem, and therefore no one's allowed to get any benefit from it. The Yadayim Atinu Ba'alma, because over there, the Yadayim are in the world. So if you explain the case like that, then you don't know the Rabbi Kiva holds uh, and therefore, therefore, the mission is not him. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen. At the words, Upligid Yerunach Mo Yitzchak.